I can't pinpoint what it was at that moment that made me just say yes go and do it right. but you know I think something hit home that yeah this was this was my calling let's say but it sounds a bit traumatic and this was my calling but I mean I thought it was something that I would excel in the, the impact that you that you do have is sort of greater than you could ever imagine right it's not just about that child not knowing how to add three digit numbers it's also about that child gaining confidence that child coming out there show that child being the lead in the end of year performance when at the beginning of the year the child wouldn't say boo to a goose hello I'm Dave I'm the guy that's putting all this stuff together I need to get better Please make me better I want to get better 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 acquainted with you Today we're getting better acquainted with Jonathan. Hello Jonathan. Hi David, how are you doing? I'm doing alright. You're an interesting person for me to meet because I feel like I know you. Yeah. But You've, this is like literally the, the, the first, first time, time we've ever met. Literally. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe 15 minutes ago we yeah, met. Yeah. Um, yeah we were introduced. Yeah. Since then, we've not really talked to each other. No, you you no. and my partner, Jen, yeah. have been talking and yeah. I've been kind of <laughs> thinking, I wonder when she's going to go out for the walk because I think I've got to record a yeah. conversation. So this is the first time we've ever met. Yeah. But, do, I mean, do you feel like you know me? Yeah, like I genuinely do because, um, I mean, I've been working with, like three years is a long time to be, you know, working with someone. And then, obviously, in those three years, you talk about, you know, personal things, etc., and find out about people closest to those people that you right. work with. And you're the, the closest person to Jenny that I know. Right. And so I've heard a lot about you and, you know, and where you've met and, and how you, right. how this came about right. and, and all this. So, so it's like, so I know, I, yeah, I feel like I, I know you before even, like, knowing you. And, and yeah, me too, me really too. Strange. So it's very strange. Really strange. Um, so, I mean, to, to make that a bit more clear, mm. uh, the first question that I ask everybody is, how do you know me? So, obviously, I know that you're the partner of Jenny, obviously, who I've been working with in the last three years I'm in my role at the school. Um, I know that, you know, you, you guys met at university and um, have been together ever since. That's true. And yeah, which is, which is a very long time, you know, which is, a, which is an amazing thing. And, you know, I know that you're, uh, you're a writer. You know, I've also, it's a weird one, again, funded, donated to the, your book, because I feel like that would tell me more about you as well and yeah, you know, I mean, in, a, in, a, in this weird way that, that book's got pretty much <laughs> yeah, everything yeah, about me yeah. I'm actually gonna I'm just gonna turn off the fridge yeah yeah okay. just making a humming sound oh. uh, quite hard to do Right, there we go. So the fact that I'm turning off the fridge should tell listeners that this is being recorded in my flat. Um, When I say in my flat, I mean, like, this is the last day that this flat is my flat. I mean, I'm actually going to stay here for a week and a half, but all of the furniture is packed up in boxes around us, um, and it's going tomorrow with Jen. Um, So it's a different kind of version of our our flat flat. that that we normally have. Uh, and I was saying to you as we were coming in, it's kind of the 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 this the first time you've been to our place. Yeah. And Jen's a stickler for tidiness. She really makes a house her her own. It's a total. Uh, but she, you're not seeing yeah. any of that today. It's all a lie. It's all <laughs> right, right. Yeah, She's yeah, been pretending yeah, all, this pretending all this time. It's always been like this actually yeah, yeah. the whole time. So yeah, so it's a weird weird moment for you to be coming in here. And in yeah. fact, uh, it's a bit more echoey than normal because there's less furniture. So yeah, oh, that's yeah, for, for background sound fans. Um, and we're drinking uh, ginger beer, zero sugar, which yeah. Just, well, it's well, the but, thing ex, was, but extra fiery. Yeah, extra fiery, right? It's got to be extra fiery, in my view. I've never, like, never seen that. Like, it's in Tesco. Like, no. I just bought it from Tesco. It's like, a bit of a like. A little it's, bit it doesn't actually yeah, feel as. It doesn't I'm feel. Not, yeah, it doesn't feel as extra as, fiery. Yeah, as as the the original. I feel like I feel like that's like. Me like. Extra fiery written by someone who doesn't really know what extra fiery is. is Right, somebody who doesn't season their food. Um, (laughs) Goes to Nando's and gets plain ish. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um, But anyway, Jen suggested we drink ginger beer because she knows this is something we both like. Yeah. Oh, you like it too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's She's not into it. Yeah, she's not. She really isn't. So that's the thing. We we basically have this like 
I don't know, how long have you and Jen been working together? The last three years. So I was a year five teacher and then I moved up to year six. It's weird because um, when I was in year five, the year six class was sort of next to each other. And Jen was working as a teaching assistant in, in, the, in the opposite class. So I didn't have a, a teaching assistant at the time. So a lot of the time, let's say, for example, I need to quickly go to the toilet. Jen would have to watch my class and I would right. have to always call her over. Right. And that was sort of the sort of the first interaction. And then when I moved to year six, she was obviously my, my TA for, the, for, for the, that year. And I've been in year six for the last three years and year six again. But obviously this year, she's not. No, she's, she's in fact, today is yeah. the second day of her being officially unemployed. Literally. Like, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but so the last three years, pretty much. And you've and she's been your teaching assistant, and you've been um, the teacher. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, I definitely, I definitely did not see her as a as a, a teaching assistant. Like, I mean, she's been just as much a like, if I'm being honest, just as much of a teacher as I've been, and it's been like, it's been like a great experience. Like, as she sort of made me look at TAs in different ways definitely right. and, 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 and because as I said in the first year I didn't I didn't have one in the previous school that I was at which I'd been working for a year as a teacher I didn't have one so I'd never really actually had a teaching assistant right so I mean I didn't really have anything to go by apart from the sort of the teaching assistants I'd seen in, in, in other people's classes right. but not mine but I mean she just she's just got wealth of knowledge about yeah Everything, especially like the English language, she's great on essentially, English. and you know, she's like literally like the, the oracle for right. like the, uh, that genuinely. And even children saw her as that, you know, right. even to the point where they saw that. Even at times, me being the teacher, going to her as you know, just to right. sort of like reinforce maybe something that I've said, or just maybe even correct me at, at many times you know, <laughs> in terms of things that I've said, I and, mean, I, and I felt fine about I, it. Because, I'm quite frequently yeah. corrected by Jen, yeah, so yeah. I, I, I appreciate. Yeah, the you appreciate it. Like some people might yeah. find like, oh no, like you're better. No, like, no I, I believe me, I'm very happy being asking Jen and making sure that I'm absolutely right, right. on something instead of being like 80 or 70% sure do you know yeah. what I mean so um, I think she, she's definitely been that and a, load, a, lot, a lot more things but I mean she's definitely right she's just knowledgeable about quite a lot of like a lot of things you right know, which, which helps I mean I think she's quite an unusual teaching assistant yeah but also it's interesting because I think there are lots and lots of talented people who are teaching assistants yeah exactly loads of things that they bring to the, exactly. to the table yeah and it's interesting that you've kind of had this opportunity to sort of see them in a new light yeah see what they can do exactly because the I, teaching experience which is I just I think a lot of people just assume that it's all about the sort of the dynamics in classroom what like the teacher allows to because at the end of the day I'm not saying this is the case but the impact that she had in my classroom or our classroom maybe compared with the impact she had in maybe her previous class that might have differed in the sense that she might not have been able to show those those skills for various reasons i.e. she didn't maybe feel that she could maybe speak over the teacher or the teacher maybe used her skills in a way that that helped the children you know and I think that it might in, in our class you know it, I didn't see her as I mean she's a teaching assistant by name but I mean I didn't see her as a teaching assistant so I just saw it being two teachers in a classroom and I think that allowed our children to do so well because they they generally didn't say oh I, I never ever once heard the kids say oh the, you know teaching assistant they they just they, it just wasn't something that they 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 saw I think they just saw her as a another teacher in the classroom and right. I think that was what made it so successful that it was just like genuinely like two teachers in the classroom because she was just as knowledgeable if not more knowledgeable than me on a lot of things yeah I mean know? I think you've got a, a very specific dynamic between yeah, the two yeah, of you so yeah. you've been a bit of a sort of superstar yeah, teaching yeah, yeah, team yeah, yeah ex- exactly the school from it's what that. I can understand from what I hear from her it's literally that that and, is what and it I, is and I've worked that out from hearing it through her and, mm. and as you know it, you'll yeah. know that she's not been bigging herself up yeah, yeah, so no, I've, had that, to, I've had to do the work to work out no, how yeah. you know, that she's the superstar it that I think she is she won't tell it that way yeah no she won't and it, but it literally is and, and and how you know is that when like you know you're observed by you know your head teacher deputy head and things like that they talk about the team and how the, 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 the atmosphere in the classroom the way we work the, how we identify things and, and the chemistry and the and um, the learning environment and the challenge and all those things because I, I run loads of things by and it's not just English because I don't want to just sound like she, she's like 
she's always when it comes to English, she's also always when it comes to Basque. So there's plenty of times I run things through her before right. I then set them out in stone. It's like, this is what we're going to do. How, what do you think about this? Because especially in, in, in English, when it comes to creativity, that right. was her whole right. like degree. My degree is in sport and physical education. Right. Creativity you, is not my... But that's also an important element yeah, yeah, to be yeah, brought. I, mean, exactly. I think from what I can understand, the, the reason that you're a great team is mm. because you bring a lot as well. And yeah. like, so the, the two of you, between you between you yeah kind of can cover pretty much most bases yeah Yeah. and you like support each other in an excellent way i mean yeah before we get too much into like just talking about Mm. jen the whole time (laughs) i should ask you the second question Mm. which is what do you do now which i guess is we're starting to get an idea of anyway but Mm. yeah what do you do now so now i'm acting assistant head so my time split between being a year six teacher being the acting assistant head and being like the leader of assessment lead for the whole school so that's what my that's my sort of role that sort of changed sort of recently but that was only as of February that I've been in that role so it's been quite you know a busy a busy time busy period because you know it's you know school's stretched in terms of maybe numbers etc and you know so you might have two or three roles like maybe if there's a few people that have two or three possibly even four roles which means that you're spread Sometimes very thinly, right. but um, my main main role is split between being assist, acting assistant head and the year six teacher. And in um, some ways, yeah. like the kind of job you do, mm. I mean, not just like not just management within mm. schools, also yeah. just general common garden everyday teaching. Yeah, yeah, that's not a job that you go, go away from at the end of the day, no, right? No, no, I mean, no, I know yeah. this because like I've seen you and yeah, Jen yeah, yeah, communicating yeah, yeah. in WhatsApp. Yeah. 24 yeah. 7 literally it's like it's, so much stuff I, I wish on. it was a job sometimes you I, you I wish I had a job where it was just like that office type job where you say because some office jobs are not that you do take things home but I wish I had sort of at times had that job where it's just not constantly on your mind and you're thinking about the next day or you think about the next lesson it's always on your mind and it's very difficult although I don't I sort of I made this sort of pack with myself that I do not bring work home because I have a nine-month-old daughter right which is yeah. another thing yeah. that takes yeah. over yeah. your life exactly. 24-7 like, literally and I thought to myself <laughs> oh you know I'm gonna be this like super dad who who marks up marks a book and then and, and holding baby in one hand and keeping <laughs> her entertained and then giving you know integral feedback to to to, to a person about how they can improve their writing yet yeah, in, in reality it doesn't work like that so um, I try and get as much of the work done in school as possible knowing that when I get home it's time with my daughter and right. you know feeding her playing with her bathing her and caring for her loving her and then putting her to sleep to then repeat the process all right. over again and you're doing the, like teaching 24 7 is mm. part of your job yeah. your life you're also being a, a parent 24 yeah. 7 yeah. i yeah. mean you know you know it, it's it's a lot to be juggling yeah. And, yeah. and you're also doing management you know within the school as yeah well. yeah exactly um i mean i think i'm very ambitious i mean but i always feel like i mean a lot of people say yeah, that's quite a lot and obviously you have the blog on Instagram I was going to say to, you've and also trying got to start interests outside of work like when, when you say it out loud then it's like yeah how do you do it but I mean you just you just do it because I don't think I could I'm not the person that could just my job obviously being a teacher and an assistant head at school I don't think that's the only thing that I've got other interests and I think I need those, those interests need to be, um, you know, met in, in a way that right. I, cause I don't think I could do that. And it's not nothing to do with money or, or finances. It's just that sort of personally, I don't think my life will be fulfilled just doing that one thing. Right. Like I need to find sort of fulfillment from other, other things. Cause I have other hobbies. I have other interests. Well, I think they all thing. feed into each yeah. other as well. Yeah. If you don't have outside interests or, or like alternative things to the main thing you focus on. Yeah then you're just living in one world exactly. and, that's not, and that's not that's not a very big picture you can't see the big picture no. if you're just in one sometimes one it's place. okay for so, I mean some people are <clears> more yeah, than sure. content and, and happy with that and, and that's fine it's just that you know some, some, and sometimes I can bite off more than I can chew but I mean <laughs> for me to feel happy and fulfilled and, and you know enjoy what I do I feel that I need to be doing those other things and you know and, and, and you know trying to to accomplish, I mean, more because you want to want to be successful, and I know that success differs from person to person. But in my mind, being successful is yeah, doing that job, but also having a menswear brand and also right. having a streetwear blog and 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 you know and and juggling all those things. I don't know how I do it, but I do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And juggling all those things, and also I, I'm not alone with the blog. I'm not alone with the brand. I do have yeah. help because I have partners and stuff. But I mean, we'll get into the fashion yeah, yeah, and, the, yeah. and, the, and the blogging yeah. a little bit 
later, I think. But first of all, like, why did you decide to become a teacher? My, my love was always coaching. Um, I mean, I, I love playing football, sport, and uh, I wanted to become a professional footballer, as, as you know, most young boys in London do. Right. Um, when I thought that that wasn't going to be the case, then I sort of moved to coaching, the idea of coaching at, you know, football club. But what I sort of realised through sort of university, when I, you know, I did sport and physical education at university, sort of very quickly I found that I just wanted to help people improve. So, you know, through coaching, I wanted to help people improve their skills, their abilities, whatever that may be. In terms of the teaching, I sort of fell into it in the sense that when I left the university, I mean, I wasn't sure what I exactly wanted to do. I mean, I knew I wanted to do coaching and, and at that time I was doing a, for a spell of, let's say, five to six months, I was coaching at Chelsea Football Club, but it was through my uni lecturer who was under 12s coach at the time. So he brought us down there for, to just do a project. It was actually called an Asian Superstar, which was shown on like Sky One, just to, to basically promote um, or try and find, you know, Asian footballers because there were there were a lack of right. and still a lack of Asian footballers in the playing at the highest level of the Premier League today. So um, and then stayed there for longer than the period of the project. I stayed there for a while. Thought that something would come of that, but it wasn't as concrete as I as I needed it to be and full time as I needed it to be. Bearing in mind that I lived by myself and was having to pay for my home and etc etc right. wasn't on benefits or anything yeah. like that so and I was well I think I was like 21 at the time or something like that so I obviously needed the needed that secure and and um regular money basically yeah, exactly right. like you know as we do so um and then one day my sister just called me and was like like I found this role that I think you'd be really good for and I was like oh what's it I send it over and she was like it's a learning mental and it's about you know helping children with like behavioral difficulties and stuff like that and they, they you know want young people I was like oh that sounds alright and so I looked at it and it was um, at a school in Hackney I, I think I did really well in the interview but I didn't get the job but the guy who was in, there was two guys in there and one of the guys he was basically like the head of all the learning mentors in Hackney so he oversaw all the training or as many interviews as he could get to to ensure that he was sort of you know they were picking the right candidates and then he he called me after he's actually my business partner now for one of the for my menswear brand Gifted um, and he called me after the interview or maybe a couple of days after so when I found out I didn't get it he called me and said look you didn't get it but I think you present yourself really well this is they were sort of looking for someone older, but I think you'd be great for another school. So I was thinking, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think anything would come of it, but um, I got the interview at uh, Culverston and I got the job there. And I think it just developed from there. So I was a learning mentor there for a couple of years. They knew I had a degree. They sort of saw potential in me. They kept on sort of pushing me within that first year to do my teacher training but I just for some reason I just wasn't I think I think at that age getting reg, getting regular money in a decent amount and living by yourself you, you, you're you not thinking ahead you're just, sure, thinking, you're just yeah, living yeah. for the now it's like oh I can afford to buy trainers I can afford to eat out I can afford right. to do all these things and, and you weren't thinking about the future whereas you know some people were sort of thinking about that for you so when they're saying I'll oh, do your teacher training because that means you can right. yeah I mean just like I wasn't Mentally, I wasn't. At the, the, I was just hearing what they were saying, you know, but I wasn't sort of taking any notice. And then after like a couple of years, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was in my life at the time, but I just after a couple of years, after them saying it to me, I think it was probably from them just bugging me so much about asking. I was just sort of like one day, I was just like, you know, what? I'm going to do it. And then, cut a long story short, did a thing called the graduate teacher program, which allowed you to earn money not as much money as you would earn in teacher but it allows you to earn money whilst you're training so it meant going to uni one day a week and that was fine by me because I didn't want to go back and do a PGC where you're back at uni full time so it did the GTP which was a year trained at the school for a year did the GTP and then you have to do a an, your NQT year so it's literally after you receive your qualification of the training you have to then do another year within two years to solidify your qualification as a teacher and um, I did that at that school, and then after that, I moved to um, Gwyn Jones. Right. Um, so that, but I mean, I think and that's I a think, primary school, right? Yeah, it's all for primary school. Yeah. When you were coaching, was that primary school age? Or was so, that so, so it, 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 it depends on on the module that we're doing, but the majority was at the primary primary school uh, age. Um, it, there were a few sort of modules where you're doing it with adults and and your peers, etc. 
but um, it was it was mainly like young children. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it's so it strikes me because I used to work with the under fives, mm. so I've kind of been a, a man who works with young children, mm. and so I should imagine that one of the reasons why they were kind of saying you should be a teacher yeah, yeah. And, and pushing yeah, you and yeah. supporting you wasn't just because they wanted you personally to succeed, although yeah, yeah, it would have been yeah, that. Yeah. It's also that there's like hardly any men who work with the, primary school yeah. age kids. Yeah, exactly. And you're not just you're not just a man, you're a black man. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. I'm not saying that, that necessarily no, advantages uh, you in most circumstances, no. but, <laughs> but in, in this some, particular yeah, circumstance it, it does. Yeah. And and, and and I think that's a but as I said, when you're like 21, you don't see the wider picture. What you you sort of just see is the the here and now. Whereas these are people talking to you who've been in the role for 10, 20 years, 30 years, you know, and and people who are, you know, my head teacher at the time. She was a young a black woman, and she was like, I think she had her first role as a head teacher was at 31. You know, so when I sort of saw that, I think maybe right. it, I sort of took more note because like, well, you're someone talking from a position of of knowledge, you know, you're similar, probably similar backgrounds to me in terms of where our parents were from and etc. I don't want to say it held more weight than someone else, but I mean, I think maybe mentally, I, I was at, at that stage, I was more sort of, maybe I was looking to the future at that time, whereas at 21, right. I really wasn't. And um, at that moment, I, 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 I can't pinpoint what it was at that moment that made me just say, yes, go and do it. Right. But, you know, I think something hit home. That yeah, this was this was my well, my calling. Let's say, but it sounds a bit traumatic. And this was my calling, but I mean, I thought it was something that I would excel in. And as you say, there aren't there are very few. And I was that that school was in Hackney, yeah. So which sort of reinforced what you were talking about in terms of being young black male right. role model, and and you know, in an area where you know most of the children that were like me and others didn't have right that in their lives at all. Right. at all you know whether it was cousins whether it was uncles whether it was you know and it's obviously especially fathers they didn't have that and maybe people saw that you know maybe I could be that for for, right. for a lot of the children in, in a way and 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 fast forward seven eight years you know I've, I've received a letter from a parent saying you know you've been more than a, 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 a father to my children you know in, in terms of the support that I've given them in terms of helping them to, to to progress in not only academically but you know as 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 young as young people and you know and when you see things like that it it sort of I think then it hits home that the, the impact that you that you do have is sort of greater than you could ever imagine right. you know and it's not just about that child not knowing how to add three digit numbers it's also about that child gaining confidence that child coming out of their show that child being the lead in the end of year performance when at the beginning of the year the child wouldn't say boo to a goose right. it's, it's, it's those sort of things and because you just see it as your job but you know your parent, the parents see their children on a daily basis at home and you know and they see their their, their, their children's growth and development in a greater depth than we do as, right. as, as teachers because we have them six hours a day. Well, in the last three years at least, mm. and probably longer than that, you've mm. been working with year six. Mm. And year six is such a, a pivotal, important yeah. moment yeah. for kids. Yeah. Uh, you're preparing them for secondary school. Yeah. And like you say, like it's, and it's SATs as well because we, yeah. we, we, we have SATs these <laughs> yeah, days yeah, for, yeah. for year six, yeah, which is... Yeah. Uh, pretty you know ridiculous <laughs> from my my mind but that's yeah. the way it is yeah, and, and you've got to work with what's work with there right. yeah, and exactly. you're doing you know great work with what's there like yeah. from from what I hear you know like what you and Jen have both been to, yeah. together doing is like having amazing effects on classes like, and like really you know like at the beginning of the year they, they have less confidence they yeah. have less like a bit like it's not that they have less ability yeah. they don't know how to unlock their yeah. abilities and that's what it is and that's what it is with a lot of the, the, the children and even if you think about those children who are bright and etc it's like they still have a lot to unlock right, right? and, right, and right, I think right. sometimes you just think oh but you know they're bright and no they still have a lot to unlock you know and they, they still have to make progress it's not just those children who may be perceived as underachieving like they all need to make progress and progress is not just academic it's progress as, as children is in terms of respect is in terms of progress in terms of how they handle or deal with conflict how they deal with disappointments and right. how they persevere and all those because things so they're becoming teenagers at that age as really well are. so you've got all of these emotional complex stuff huge. to be dealing with huge at that and and at, for some reason it's like 
it's that, that year it's just like that the, the emotions are out there I think the, the most difficult and the highest you know and, and I think especially amongst uh, girls and and obviously that's another challenge in itself but what you're trying to get them ready for is year seven which is right. which poses a huge it, which is just like an, another world yeah which is really I mean it's another, such a shock it's such, it's like, such a shock you go even, from being the top of your school yeah, like to being, you're the oldest kids everyone listens to you no and, one's going to listen to you yeah, next like, year to being back to the youngest yeah. and, and, and having to sort of learn because nothing can prepare them for secondary school other than you know going to secondary yeah. school and just little things even just like having to walk five minutes to the next building right. to, to, to go to your class or having different teachers and things. Oh, there's loads of... Well, it's a much scarier place, secondary school. Yeah. I didn't have a great yeah. time in secondary school, yeah, but right. I mean, I think the thing is, in secondary school, you are in control, like you have to look after yourself. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in primary school, you're the yeah. last year when somebody else exactly. is looking after a whole group and, Exactly. And the funny thing is, as the time goes on, you go to college and move to uh, university, <laughs> there's less and less not care but I mean no one's yeah. it, it, there's more onus on you so when you go to college if you don't want to hand in your assignments guess what you don't, you don't have to hand in your assignments yeah. but, but you will fail and the same with university no one's going to chase right. you no one you, you know and I think all you know through the education system I think that you know it's about preparing them for that next step for that next stage and and you know just in the same way university should prepare them for you know maybe the life of Work and I don't mean working for an establishment. Could be working for yourself, but just makes them gets them ready for that next stage in their in their development in their lives. Right, right? and that's what we tr- we try and do to the best of our ability. I mean, and if you know, I'm sure your 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 situation is similar. Like at the end of every year. Yeah. You know that you can't move in the house for presents. Yeah, yeah. Cards <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had I had about that literally stuff. about forty like at least forty packs. Of Maltesers, this this, this, this uh, right. holiday. You can like go into like a chocolate business. Like literally, forty packs. Yeah. And I had. I mean, I just couldn't eat that. So I was giving them away. But I mean, I had forty packs of Maltesers right. at least, and and, and all. but I mean, I mean, it's 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 just you know their their way of saying you know thank you, and it's just I mean even without those the, the gifts that you get at the end of the year, I mean seeing results, seeing you know viewing a child that you knew struggled to make any you know maybe didn't have any or many friends at the beginning of the year just you're being some sort of like social butterfly it's just like some it's it's big as i said it's bigger than just you know gifts it's just it's bigger than than results in terms of academically um it's more you know that person and that the development of the child because so much happens in yeah in that year i mean it's you know nine months or whatever but so much happens in that year that it's so it's it's, it's, the like, le- it's, it's the letters as well that yeah. come with the gifts. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the what cards. blows me away. I mean, I've I've experienced that when I used to work with kids, and when mm. I left, you mm. know, uh, it was very sad. Like the job was cut. Mm. So, yeah. so like I remember like a whole week of like lots of gifts, yeah. and it was yeah. like really poor people who had found money <laughs> to to give me. And I'm like, hang on, I've got more. Like, I don't yeah, need, that's the, that's the most this. humbling. That's the most humbling right. thing when you know certain children and family situation, and they spent what little money they have yeah. on something for you that and that, and I think that speaks wonders about maybe who who that person is or whoever whoever you are or, yeah, and right. what you and what you do What's and some, exactly and sometimes you can't it's difficult to it. quantify yeah, exactly. what you've done but that in in some sort of way does show you that you know you're you're doing something right. Well, quantifying what you've done is like the eternal problem of teachers, right? (laughs) When I was at university, I did a a project on theory and education. And one of the things we were looking at is like, how do you quantify a change in understanding? Like that's what art wants to do, but you can't, you can't measure it. It's just so, it's just, you know, you've had an impact, but it's, in a way you can't even measure the impact that you've had it's like you've seen oh that child got this mark and then but then six months later that child got something you said to that kid might affect them when they're 50 years old you know what I mean it's like such a complicated responsibility but also really inspiring and great thing to do even sometimes when you're like giving them advice and sometimes you just know that they're not gonna that's it's advice that they're not gonna they're not gonna heed yet. They're no, because you gonna, have to make mistakes first. Exactly, right. exactly that. Because I know that in, in, when, <laughs> as a kid, I was right. like classroom clown. Right, like, literally the classroom clown. Like, once make everyone laugh. Didn't know when to sort of shut up. 
and you know so the the the, the, the advice that I'm giving some of these kids I, I had myself and when I first realized this was my first year at university when I realized that you know it's all about you like no one is going to spoon feed you anything you're not going to have that relationship with that one teacher that just finds right. you fine again and does everything that they can to support right. you it's just like no one's got the time so you know you can you know have a laugh and a joke not turn up to lectures do all those things but the only person it really is affecting is you because no one's going to chase you and you know you're spending all this money on right. on fees and etc etc and it's like you're wasting your time and basically how, and, how and, do you how do you feel about classroom clowns now I like, mean I think that's annoying <laughs> I, I, I honestly like if I could if I could um, track down the teachers that are, that you know I would I'd would, I would love to hear what they truly like thought because I it's only sort of, you know when I became a teacher I realised how how annoying I must have been right like, I must have been like <laughs> so annoying for these for these teachers they're just thinking like you I mean the kids thought I was funny my peers maybe they thought I was funny to laugh at or whatever but I mean I thought I was really funny but I could just see them thinking you're not even funny you're just, it's just annoying but then again you know would you be the teacher that you are maybe, if you yeah, hadn't had, had experience yeah, if you yeah. weren't quite good like I'm not suggesting that you don't have good like I think you you, you a little bit like me, I think. Like people are always surprised to hear that I'm a little bit like I, I lay down yeah. st- relatively yeah, strict yeah, rules, yeah, 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 but... and everyone's like, "What?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, bro. You have to have some strict yeah, rules." Yeah. But at the same time, you make them laugh, and you're yeah, friendly, yeah, and you're yeah, a friendly yeah, presence, exactly. And that comes from being the classroom. Yeah, and I think it does. I mean, yeah. Else. So maybe it did have its uh, pluses, right? <laughs> Very few, but maybe it did have it. right. Did. And when you're not being a, a like a teacher, <laughs> yeah, and like and what what your you know your job of being a teacher is something that's evolving as well as you're going into management. That's yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of different skills yeah, and muscles yeah. being flexed. Yeah, I mean, the school world is a, what I've sort of come to realise is a very, very complex world. And the more you sort of get into the sort of the senior sort of leadership um, side of it, it, it's very, very, very complex and more complex than you could ever sort of imagine. And, and, and you know, there are more numbers to sort of try and crunch and, right. and, and make sense of. And so you, you're sort of like... Where being a teacher, you're sort of working from the ground up. It's like you know, being that senior leader. So you're sort of you're looking down and looking at numbers and what does that say to you? What does this say? Or what could this say? What might this say? And how can that be addressed? And right. you know, how can you unpick that? And what can you do to support that teacher? And how can you talk to them? And what leadership style should you use today? And how can you resolve that conflict? And there's just so much. It, it's just it's just. So it's like a, it's literally like a different world to teaching, and and I would want to say that the skills that I use as a teacher, not necessarily skills that I use, you know, as a, as a leader, but it does require you to use a, a set of skills that you probably haven't been using um, in your role as a class teacher. You maybe you're dealing with adults more. Yeah. Um. Your you know um the numbers are bigger. Right. <laughs> they're, they're harder to you know to to unpick. They tell you different things, but obviously the, the the main goal, just like teaching, is is to to do what you can to to make the the learning and the lives of, of children better and to improve it. So right. I guess that the main goal is still the same. Right. But how you go about it, the process and the journeys, a bit different. Right. Well, a lot, not a bit different, a lot. Different. And and as you're doing that, like you're moving into that, so you 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 you're, you're still teaching classes yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, so you've yeah. got like you're exercising that muscle. You've got this new kind of muscles that you're exercising yeah, to yeah, do all of yeah, this, yeah. like management stuff. Mm. You are also at the same time a fashion blogger. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, all of yeah. these. So so tell yeah. me about that side of it. I mean, yeah, that's like I've always sort of been growing up. I've always liked liked fashion, but ne- didn't necessarily in terms of. Like mother was single mum, four kids. We didn't have a lot of money to to buy the things that like I I wanted. So I, I used to have to like you know work quite hard, like more harder than a lot of my friends to right. to, to to make money. And some and some of them just got money for you know they just got money. And whereas I had to right. to do chores. I remember I wanted um I was, I was probably about twelve years old. I wanted a DVD player, and um um this corner shop that we used to go to it was like a really like cool corner shop because it used to have like electronics and TVs there but it was actually a corner shop but it's like so like really strange (laughs) and um, they had DVD players and um, DVD player at the time was £40 and I didn't have £40 obviously um, as a 12 year old so um, the, the shopkeeper let me pay 
weekly or in instalments for wow. on the DVD player and I remember just having to do like just ridiculous amounts of work and chores to just earn £10 I think I paid for it like in two months or something like that but when I got this DVD player it was just like yes like I got a DVD player and then you know if I wanted a pair of trainers like I always like, I just unless it was a birthday I always had to like work for it in some way right it was never just like I mean, very rarely do I remember mum just handing money just for the sake of it. Five people to share. Yeah, but I mean, exactly, exactly. And um, I I didn't necessarily have all the things that I wanted, but I always sort of wished for certain things. But, you know, with sort of the little money we had... You know, I had like nice trainers. They just had to maybe last a bit longer than right. than the normal. And that and was like what that. you spent your money on. And well. yeah, so and that's you, what I, you yeah. chose trainers. They could I, have been other yeah, things. Yeah, I, could, I chose mainly. Yeah, mainly. Yeah. I have a foot when I was sort of younger. I have a football trainers right. or like just like sort of running trainers, but like just things like Air Maxes, yeah, and yeah. Air Forces, all different types. Just sort of walking on the street with friends and stuff like that. Going to like the cinema and stuff like that. You wear your new trainers, but. Most of the time, I, pe- I spent playing football, so I'd have obviously football trainers or football boots, and that and that literally was was what I had was right. either football trainers, football boots, um, or like running trainers, right. and that was and you know that was it. And I maybe had like I don't know, sort of, and I would say like, a couple of pairs of jeans. I had quite a few t shirts and stuff like that. But I would you know, and then when I sort of the older I got, and like I said, I got a job at sixteen working in Lily White's in Piccadilly Circus. And then when I sort of started earning my own money, it was just like, I used to work on the weekends because I was college Monday to Friday. So I would work Saturday and Sunday. And then like, I think that's when the obsession grew because then I could not necessarily buy what I want, but I had more more money to then actually buy the things that I probably couldn't when I was, you know, relying on maybe the, the finances of my mother to, to, to provide right. those things for me. But I mean, yeah, I just, I just, I've always just been interested in, in you know, fashion and not necessarily watching catwalk or right. runways when I was a kid, more like street fashion. Street fashion, more, not yeah, catwalk. Yeah, exactly. Definitely street fashion, you know, and because where I grew up, I grew up like near Fringy Park and stuff like that. And like, Everyone, even whether you had money or not, you had like the latest trainers. Somehow, you had. I don't know. That doesn't really make sense. But somehow, these people, like people that sort of had similar finances to you, had like the latest trainers. They've saved up, bought the trainers, and it was sort of like a. In a way, you couldn't have, you know, busted trainers and stuff like that because people would, you know, you know, even your friends would, you know, take the mick out of you and and stuff like that. So it was always like a oh I've got these oh and then your friend goes and gets better ones and then you sort of get better ones up there and then you you get the ones that no one else has and everyone's like oh where'd you get that from which is very different from now because a lot of people just try and buy the same sort of hyped up you know right uh, collections and and, and styles where so I I find that a bit strange how like everyone sort of buys the exclusive stuff now but they're not so exclusive because everyone yeah it's not everyone's got it yeah it's it's sort of quite sought after whereas before it was like like the exclusive stuff were the things that nobody had but I mean now it's a bit bit different because everyone wants to sort of it's cool to be the thing that everyone wants it's a bit of a strange one but yeah I think that's where it sort of came from and brothers and sisters as well I've got a sister who's a couple years older than me but I've got a brother and sister who are about 15 years older than me Um, one's 15 years older than me one's 16 years older than me right right they were really into Reebok at the time. Like Reebok was the thing. So like Reebok workouts, Reebok classics, right. Reebok tracksuits, Adidas tracksuit shell suits, and all those things. So growing up, I used to see them with that sort of stuff. And I remember my when I was eleven. No, my eleven birthday. No, no, it was my twelfth birthday. Um, my sister gave me a friend owed her owed her money, and it was my birthday. And I said I wanted these trainers. How much were they? They were hundred and ten pounds at the time. Because I remember we used to call them one ten. So like. And then she said, pick up the money from friend and then go and buy them. So I went and ran to her friend's house, rest the bell, she wasn't there. Um, so I um, came back home and then I remember my sister calling me saying, she, no, she's there now. So I ran back to her house, pressed the bell, she was there. She gave me an envelope, checked it, had the money there. I ran to Holloway Road, which is about 
a mile and a half away. I probably got there in like two minutes. I was running so quick and went and bought these 110 pound trainers from JDs, and they were like, "Oh my god!" Like you know, and it was like a birthday present from my sister. But I, I think that's when my love for trainers started there and then. They were so nice. Then. And, and how did this kind of the love for trainers yeah. like morph into like you know your fashion? You've got a blog, and yeah. you've also got like an actual yeah like, collection. Brand, yeah. Like, we, so we the 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 blog. The funny thing is, the blog came from my partner. Um, she um, started a lifestyle blog, and it grew very quickly. Like, like she was very like successful very quickly. So, like, sort of when Instagram sort of first came about, people would be always been saying, "Oh, like you should start." Um, she has a lot of stylish friends, and she works in fashion, and they work in fashion. So she, they were always like, "Oh, you guys are stylish." You should, you, well, they said to me, "Like you're very stylish. You should, you know." do a blog I was just like again no no one cares what like yeah I'm stylish for whatever but no one cares why why would anyone care to see what I'm wearing do you know what I mean like there's a lot of million of stylish people out there guys so why why should I start a blog what difference will I make and then um, about four people told me this and I said look said to my mate Lewis do you fancy starting a blog because he like he was into his fashion do you fancy starting a blog and he was like I mean what what do we have to do we just just take pictures in our clothes and he was like, all right, it doesn't sound too difficult. Started doing that. People started following. People started liking. People started commenting. And just, like, within the like, first year, just grew, like, so quickly. And then we found out, again, we didn't know any any of this, we could, like, message brands to, like, collaborate with them and wear their stuff, and they would send us stuff. And we're like, we, we heard this from a stylist, and we're like, what do you mean they'll send us stuff? We're like, they'll send you stuff. Well, like, for free. Like yeah, we're like you're kidding me. Like it was like a, <laughs> literally like another world. It's like what? So people, so bloggers don't actually buy their stuff. Right. Like literally, that we right. were so like not with it. It was unreal. And then yeah, we just started messaging brands. And initially, we said to them like, if you send us stuff, we'll just send it back. We just we'll wear it, post it, advertise it for you, and then send it back. And then brands were like, no, no, just keep it. I was just like, huh? <laughs> One time we got like twelve hats of a brand that. When I was like 22, I used to spend like 30 pounds on a hat. We got like 12 hats. They just sent it in like this massive box. I was like, okay, <laughs> like, all right. And then, you know, we would just keep it and we wouldn't need to return it. And then they would say, send, send us links of what you want. And like, we would send it out to you today by courier. And it was getting, wow. People come to the house like on the same day and stuff like that. It was literally just like another world. And, and, and that's how it, and that's how it sort of, came about I mean the reason those brands are, in, uh, are doing that is partly because you've got a big following right yeah yeah exactly I think it's more exposure I mean, that's, that's, yeah, exactly, I mean it's exactly. not just partly that yeah, the, yeah. that's it's, the main that reason that is the main thing because, <laughs> because we have a, a, a massive um, you know let's say 11,000 followers and to them that's it's sort of it's, it's advertising yeah. that's what in marketing it's advertising and it's you know for what they for what they pay, what it costs to produce those clothes if they could you know even sell two or three Right. From that, it's worth it because they're not. They're, some don't pay us, so it might be that we just get the clothes f- for free as payment, and um, and we get to keep it. So we might yeah. take that payment because sometimes we like things. Some things we we kind of like one month and then we don't like the next. So we just like we can just sell it on eBay or Depop and right. and, get, and then get money from it. So you know, so we don't sort of lose that. But then something we like and we just we just keep it and right and then. Add to our wardrobe. And how how would you describe the kind of clothes you like? Oh, it's very. I th- I think it's very varied. Like I do, so some days. I mean, I would say it's more of a contemporary style. But I mean, then some days I wearing like you know baggy jeans rolled up. Then some days I could be wearing like maybe like more skinny ripped jeans. And then sometimes wearing trainers. Sometimes I could wear shoes. Like, I genuinely like like loads of different styles. Like um, you know, I've wearing I could you know be wearing like a, a mac but then the next day wearing a puffer right. i mean it's really like it, it really is varied enough like i i i sort of like the fact that you know my style's not sort of one way and i and i wear stuff from like everywhere right like everywhere and you don't just do the blog you also do the youtube videos and stuff like yeah that. so we did so we did the youtube videos we we stopped doing that because it was just so time it's, it's, right? a, it's a lot yeah, yeah. A, a lot of work and i was doing it myself in the sense that i was we were recording it together but i was editing and because i'm not a whiz on it it, it was just taking so editing it takes a long time oh anyway God. even it if you are so, it was just taking so long and 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 
how I wanted the, the videos to look, how we wanted the videos to look, it wasn't coming because I just wasn't skilled in that. Sometimes I wish I went to uni and did something like like a sort of a creative degree, you know, in like right. graphic design or something like that, or video editing, or like, you know, that, so you that sort of thing. That. Yeah, so, so I could use that, but I mean, as I said at that time, I didn't know that I wanted to start a brand, let's right. say, and you know, but. Um, so you interact like on Instagram and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. right? I guess yeah. Instagram stories and stuff like that. Yeah, Instagram stories and obviously just the Instagram as as in our page and people comment on obviously on, underneath the pictures and we interact there or through direct message um, through the Insta stories. Um, I think that's a big part of it and the engagement because you know people do message like literally all the time for just for different things or where are you guys eating where where is that you know we post a picture of food where is that da da da. Um, and people just you literally talk what I love about Instagram is that you just talk you can talk to anyone and they could be you know I was talking to a a girl about um, maybe three or four days ago just about some books she she read the same book that I had read called um, 10x and I was reading it um, because obviously we're starting a brand and it was about doing everything to literally like 10x level it's like Ten times harder than your, your the, the next person, and, and and why some people are successful and why some people aren't. And she was at this ten X conference in like Las Vegas, and it just looked like insane. <laughs> Literally looked insane. And she lives in America somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where in America, but we were just talking about that. So it's not necessarily just fashion that we can connect to people. Like it's just generally about you know right. anything like and it, and. And uh, again, she, she's a girl, and this is a menswear blog, you know, for right. you know, sort of the everyday man. So, I, but I love that about Instagram. You just can connect with just anyone who has an Instagram account. Right. You know what I mean, from no matter where they are. And yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's a great thing about it. And you went from like doing a blog, a menswear blog, yeah. to making your own brand. Yeah, yeah. The the we we started a brand like a. a, a probably about five years ago now, maybe five or six years ago now, maybe called Clobber Kid. Hence, hence the name Street Clobber because we sort of wanted to tie it all in together and we were just making t-shirts. So, I mean, we weren't even making t-shirts. We were just screen printing on t-shirts and buy, let's say, champion t-shirts, relabel them, put our label on there, a screen print our logo, some of the t-shirts we'd bleached because at that time that was quite popular. But then... We decided to go with this design where it had like a a messiah face. I don't know if you have you seen it. I don't know. What, it's, got, it's basically got this messiah face uh, on there with like a, a thorn halo sort of thing, and it was quite it was quite quite graphic. We thought it would be quite let's say controversial to the point that people would look at it and be like, like some people would like most people would be like what is that like? But a lot of people. If, if they wore it I think people would be sort of looking and maybe talking about like, well, where's that t-shirt from and thought, well, we thought that was a good idea but I don't think it I don't think it was <laughs> so, the, so the bleach so the bleach tea like sold like I mean let's say we had a hundred of them just sold out we just didn't have any left and then whereas if we bought like let's say a hundred of that messiah tea I think we maybe sold like 30, 40 right. or something like that and then we did like another batch of um the bleach tea, and then again that sold out, and then I think we, I think uh, seventy five, and then the Messiah tea. Like I think we didn't sell maybe another twenty. By the time we decided to sort of stop, right? But I think the thing is with what that that process, what that did, showed us one what we didn't want to do, which was just get another t shirt and print on, you know, and 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 take off the label, relabel it, and right. and say it was ours because it wasn't. That it wasn't exactly what we wanted. We sort of had to fit to sort of to fit what was existing yeah, exactly, right. and we didn't like we didn't want to put any designs on anything that we did in the future because it it's very it's very like particular. Right, it, it was a very particular design, but it also showed us the insights into creating a brand and starting a brand because it's like a, it's like it's just so it's even with regards to the cost. There's so many costs. That you that you'd never even imagine, and you know it's about sort of it was again it's all these things that are like worlds that we're not we weren't you know accustomed to before, and but what it's allowed me to, or us to do now is move forward with gifted, which is stands for good for the day. We know so much more about 
what we're doing and what it entails and you know what we what we think we need to do to be so successful. What, so what is gifted? So 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 gifted is like gifted is the the umbrella and and <laughs> and, and, and good for the day is everything sort of beneath that. So the the idea is that gifted is is us. Right. And we and everyone has a has has a gift. It's gonna sound really cheesy and corny saying it. But generally like everyone has a a, a gift and, and it could be singing, it could be you know cooking or whatever it is but some people don't have the time or don't have the desire or to, 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 to show people that gift and what we're saying is although we have our everyday jobs and whatever this is our passion this is our gift and this is what we're sort of presenting to people and in a way we're trying to show people that no matter what you're doing don't give up on like don't give up on that gift because at the end of the day no matter what you're doing you can still Present your gift to, I mean, some call it, present your gift to the world, basically. Right, it's so gifted is the kind of overarching brand. Exactly. And within that, there is blogging, yeah. there is some clothing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so, good, so good for the days of clothing line. We're going to plug that through Street Clubber because of the following that we have and the, the audience that we have. And then maybe in the future, um, I obviously spoke to Jenny about it before, about wanting to have a, like a, a like a podcast. Right. But probably more of a, like, maybe like a video podcast. Yeah, yeah. What do they call them? Video podcast? Video vlog. Vlog. Okay, them, okay. But, so I mean, we don't have to call yeah, them. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like, but where, where we're sort of sitting down in a room it. like this, and we obviously we have a couple of cameras recording, but we're talking about fashion and not just talking about, oh, you should wear this with this. It's more, we want to try and invite, because obviously we met a lot of people in fashion, so PRs and brand owners and things like that, and we want to get people in and right. talk about their journey, their process, what they think about the fashion industry now, and just basically give knowledge to people that are watching it because I feel like when people meet maybe like a celebrity like a singer people don't necessarily ask them about their craft and the the process and the journey that they took to get where they are they sort of talk about oh you did you did a song with Adele the other day uh oh how was that how was that working with Adele I saw you at the, the Oscars the other day how was that and I think that me as a as a person who's like if I met I don't know I mean Kanye West is obviously there's so much things to talk about but I would talk about you know you probably talk about more than 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 you know the fashion but you'd ask him you know how is it building a brand and what difficulties did you have making the brand and why did you decide to go with this design for the easier uh, um, instead of others or because I want to own my craft if if I met, yeah, had that sort of moment to meet someone that influential I'd want to know how they got to the point that they did like he's you know close to making a billion pounds of of, of trainers he is yeah wow, like <laughs> What, what what was that process? What did you do, and how how how? What advice would you give me to to, to make my brand you know you know even half as as popular as that? Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah, you know. That's I mean, so I mean, you got you you you're, you're an ambitious person. Yeah. Like in your teaching, you're ambitious. You're moving up, and mm. you've got mm. like big ambitions of what you would like mm. to do, and you don't like to like just rest on your laurels. You mm. like to be like doing things. Yeah. Um and. You got that with your, your with your fashion brand, yep. with your blogging, um, and you're also you know recently a, a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. what what's that experience been like? Um, just like an experience that you sort of can't put into words. Um, it's just cannot. I don't think anything can prepare you for it. I don't, yeah. No matter what people say, it's never. I mean, someone said to me, "We're talking about how, being being tired," and they like, "Imagine think of a moment where you've been like." really tired then times up by 60 that's what it's like to, to, <laughs> to be tired and with a baby but I mean I don't think that would was even that didn't even set me up for how tired I was really going to be right. of having a um, you know a, a newborn baby but I mean as time's gone on it's, it's become a lot easier but then the challenges change you know um, so now she's crawling and standing up and holding on to things and walking around meaning you literally cannot take your eyes off her you know there was a time where you could sit her in the middle of the bed and she'd be just sat in the middle of the bed because yeah. she couldn't crawl and she'd be playing with stuff and you could sit there for 10 minutes you could be doing something in the other side of the room it'd be fine now you can't do that so um as time's gone on the challenges have changed but i mean it's it's it's, it's a great it's a great feeling i mean i can't describe sort of like the love and that you have for for um uh, the love that I have for my child it's just it's just it's, 
I don't know. It's, 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 you can't put it in, you genuinely cannot put it into, um, into words how, what you feel for this, 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 this small thing that literally just dictates what you do. Right. Genuinely that right. Di- dictates what you do. Like, on a, on a daily basis, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's just, but it's just like this, and, and I, to, even to this day, I just, the whole, I was there the whole way, and I just, you just look at it and you're just like, how, how, how did that happen? You know, you're, you're very aware of the science behind it, but you're just like, but how? Like, right. you're still questioning, like, <laughs> like, how? Like, how is this possible? Like, right. you know, to, from the three month scan to you see this thing that looks like a, a turtle and to, to, a year later to, to having this like thing in your hand that's like so yeah. dependent on you and so um that's just so beautiful it's just it's just like a it's like a, a weird but great like a gr- great feeling and, and yeah. how how is having that child in your life mm. has that affected your like ambition has that affected your like attitude to the thing <laughs> yeah that's a good question yeah i think i think it's made me think that i i i, I need to be successful quicker I think, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. It's made you more ambitious. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. I think, I think it has. I think it's made me think like maybe if I if I thought, I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to attain success in ten years time. Maybe that's gone to five years, and and that's being serious. Like I feel, I feel that everything's fast forward. Um, I mean, are you not successful already? I mean. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, yeah, no, no. I, 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 I genuinely, no. I genuinely, I, 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 nah. I genuinely don't think so because, and I, and I do say success is relative, person to person. Right. But I mean, I think for like for me to, like, I would love love to be like a deputy head teacher. And sure. I'd love to, you know, um, have the brand up and running. Right. And and. Um, but then you know you, yeah. you said you know you. You started out, you're one of four kids from a single mm, parent, mm, like you mm. haven't got any money. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like saving up for yeah, yeah. trainers. Mm. Now you're getting like management level pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Double income, I assume, yeah, yeah, with your partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're getting free clothes given. You're getting, yeah, you don't yeah, have to worry yeah. about your paying yeah, for your yeah. trainers anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're getting these like letters at the end mm. of each year yeah. from people telling you that they've you've changed their life significantly. <laughs> yeah. When you say it like that, I mean, those I mean, things yeah. seem like success to me, but I understand that it yeah, doesn't yeah. feel like it necessarily. Yeah, it, I mean, I mean, those things like those things are, are they like they're great. It like they are great, and um, you know, and and as, as I said, if that is success to an extent. Um, and I guess you know. I guess you know. Some and some people will say, you know, like mm, you, that, that sounds like success to me. But I just feel that, as I said, in, in my head, in the, this is what success looks like, and and it's like. But when you get it, if yeah. you get it, which I'm sure you will, yeah. Uh, like maybe then though, you'll be like, well, no, the, there's think, the yeah. thing. Yeah, but and and I that's think, how I, think, I can be sometimes. I'm like, I really want to do that. Yeah. I, I do the and thing, then and then it, I'm like, then, nah, nah, that's the thing. And that's I think the that's the problem that I have. I think, and that, and that is a, a genuine, genuinely a problem that I have in the sense that um, sometimes it seems like it's never enough. Do you know what I mean? And and it's like some like sometimes it's, it's very difficult for you, me to sort of step back from a situation and and look to see like okay, take a step back, look at what you've done. What does that look like? Because to me, it just it, it 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 never seems enough. But right. then to other people, it does, and and that's something that I have to learn to, you know, where I can get like a, a certain results with their sats, and and they'll be like, oh, you got this percentage, and you're like, but I know in my head I'm thinking, oh, three children missed out by one mark. That percentage could have looked so much better, and and they're they're not gonna, you know. I, I expected them to get it, and they should have got it because they've worked so hard. But they're not going to get. And then, to me, even with the, the great percentages that we we've, we've we've achieved, I still look at the the what could have been. Right. And I think, and I and it, and it definitely is a is a fault. Not I say a fault, but I mean it's definitely a part of me that I'm, I might need. To, I I feel I need to develop because it, it just it's never ne- nothing's ever enough. And then if you're always chasing something, when yeah. when are you? Well, I guess when you're yeah. like, holding your door straight in your arms. Yeah, I mean, right? I mean, that's, then, then that's yeah. enough. Yeah, I mean, but even like now, it doesn't. It's just weird because it doesn't seem like that. Like, sometimes I, I like it's it's still when people are like, oh, you're a dad. Like some people look at me like, I can't believe you're a dad. You're that 
the classroom clown that was always laughing, making jokes and stuff sure. like that. It's like, like, no, but I really am with that. And sometimes I have to pinch myself. And I think it's, I like, think, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a definitely from what I hit, like, from what I knew mm, of you, mm, mm. it was a surprise to me to imagine, to start imagining you as a dad yeah, on top of all the things I knew. Yeah, like, it's just, it is, like, it genuinely is crazy, but I mean, you know, like, I am a dad, and that's, and there's that's no true. getting away, and there's and no getting away are, from that, yeah. and that's what I am, so, I mean, you know, hopefully, you know, the older I get, and maybe, maybe the older she gets, I, I sort of, maybe those, that me chasing that success would seem insignificant, like, hopefully, it, it, I mean, to a point, maybe it does, but I mean, for now, right? I mean, I, yeah, I, I still feel that it's I'm, a thin I'm line, isn't it? Because, like, the more success you get, the better life you can give to her, but yeah. the more success you get, the less you'll be spending time with her. Yeah, so it's like yeah, finding that balance it is, it is, because so you can't have because you can't. I, 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 how I see it is like the, the, the goal is to be able to own your own business and sort of work on your terms and stuff like that. And but obviously, you always think, oh, that means you. You, you don't have to work and and you can just you can just earn money and you you could be on holiday in France or South of France yeah. and then you'll be earning money but it's not the case and no. I, and 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 I, and I get that but I just feel like I need to get there <laughs> to, to 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 observe it for myself because I feel sure. that maybe I can make that the case but I mean I guess you can't have it. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a pleasure getting better acquainted with you. It's been really great to meet you. Uh, And speaking of the fact that you're a dad, I think I need to let you go relatively. I mean, you don't. Jen's already here. You don't. don't, They're coming through the door. Like, it's up to you. Like, if it. Well, Jen's already here, so I think she'll want to like see you before you go because it's like the last time. Yeah, yeah. The two of you are sort of like this. This uh, this powerful like celebrity team. The way it sounds to me is like, and it's like that walking with her around. The local area, <laughs> yeah, like everyone that, knows her. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I mean, yeah. she's 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 like she genuinely, and I don't say it's like that. She genuinely is like loved by by the kids, by the staff, like by a lot of people. Like you know that whole that whole school community, and it, and not just the the kids that she just sort of recently worked with. Like everyone, like you know, when we found out she was leaving, no one more so than me. But everyone's right. just like, oh my god, no. No, like how like it's everyone just I, th- I think everyone just had this idea that she was always going to be there like right. you, you like you, they're never going to leave you're never going to want them to leave or you know and it, like it would have been great to sort of to leave at the same time because right, like, cause now I'm team. yeah exactly because and I know she feels like that too because yeah. it's like now it's like I, you feel like I don't know how to work without her do you know, I don't know if I'm going to be that, that that great teacher without her do you know what I mean and it, but it's just like another challenge that you have to you have to face and, and, and you know, and, and those things happen. But when you, you sort of get on so well with someone and you, and you, and you do such great things, it's like when it comes to an end, it's always a, a, well, a like, disappointment. But I life keep, is, I keep saying to her, life's a long time. Yeah. And like, yeah. you don't know where the pair of you will be in yeah, 10 years yeah, time. Yeah, and yeah. if she ends up working in education and yeah. you carry out that on, then, you know, your yeah, paths yeah, may yeah. cross. Like I hope professionally so. mm, in the future, mm, but mm. I also think that you've worked so closely together that I find it like very unlikely that mm. you won't stay in contact. Yeah, oh no, that you like know? it's like it's impos- <laughs> yeah, it's it's impossible. That that that's definitely you know going to happen because it's been like I've learned what I think the great thing is that I've learned so much of Jenny in 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 that time, you know, and it's just been I think. I've become better as a person for, you know, sort of taking traits of her and, you know, and seeing how she sort of, you know, acts and behaves and right. how she, even how she talks. She, I think she changes, <laughs> she changes the way I, t- I talk and, and my grammar and, and all sorts she of that. She changes which, everyone's yeah, grammar. Exactly. Which then, and, and then I, I, I do it to other people now. So it's like, <laughs> no, that, I sound like Jane. But I mean, she's had a great impact on me and, you know, and I, I, I really, you know, will miss her and stuff like that. But I, you know, I, it's not the end. I, I'll, I'll speak to her. That's the great thing about, you know, like social media and phones nowadays. That's true. That you can speak to people wherever you are, wherever you are like it's, it's, yeah you're not you know it's not a, a postcard a, a letter yeah. sort of thing so you know it's not it's not the end but yeah for sure yeah. I mean the last thing I ask all my guests is do you have anything to plug and I guess we've already mentioned your uh, your your brand and stuff but, yeah. but tell people how they can find those things we have a website but the brand's not up and running yet but it's if, on its way yeah it's on its way but if you they can follow GFTD uh, London and you, they can follow the journey and the and the and the process that we're undertaking to bring people the brand. We're at the sampling stage right. now, so we've got samples. 
actually had a call today actually about them not having enough material to create all of our samples right. so I have to sort that today but um, yeah we're at that pro- at that stage now so follow the journey right you're um, building it from the exactly, ground up exactly, and people literally can see how that up. works exactly you. and then the, we have the blog um, which is Street Clubber um, which is a menswear fashion blog so all, that's all on Instagram and that's pretty much it. yeah, yeah. Uh, and the last thing I ask my guests uh, to do is to say goodbye to the audience yep yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> enjoy. I hope you enjoy. Bye, everyone. <laughs> if you're interested in hearing about masculinity and what patriarchy does to men and to all people if you go to the unbound website and there'll be a link to this in the show notes you can find mansplaining masculinity over there and pre-order a copy of that book unbound is a kind of cross between a publishing company and a crowdfunding company which means that the way that the books get published is that people who want to read the books pre-order those books they can pre-order them as a digital copy or as a hardback or they can pledge more money to get different kinds of things along with the book that they're pre-ordering you can find all of that stuff over on mansplainingmasculinity.co.uk if you're interested in reading about me and my dad and our relationship and dementia and memory and time and history and politics and love and friendship check out my essay series down to a sunless sea memories of my dad as well as making getting better acquainted i also co-produce and i guess star in the magical realist audio drama podcast the family tree in order to keep making it and to make season two as good as we want it to be we need your help so if you can afford to then please do consider signing up to our patreon appeal you can find getting better acquainted on twitter at gba podcast you can find it on facebook at getting better acquainted and you can find it anywhere that podcasts go to hang out with each other on the internet and if you want to email me personally that's gba podcast at gmail.com or i'm goosefat 101 on twitter and remember there are lots of ways to get better acquainted